Years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then, the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It, it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Yeah. You nice, Bob? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty good. Okay. How are you? I'm nice. Well, that's good. I love I love waking up and reading uh, different messages, different tweets that our listeners have sent us overnight. I woke up to one. Uh, some guy, Mike, tweeted us at about midnight last night and tweeted us, I'm uncomfortable. I shouldn't have followed Mikey's lead. He was Googling... Can you milk a blank and putting in different animals? Oh, man. Just late night all alone. Were we talking recently about milking animals Um, on the show? I actually listened back to our podcast yesterday, and yes, you were talking about if you you can milk a tiger. You mentioned that. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, Yeah, we were we were talking about, uh, of course, the legendary singer Neil Diamond, who is stopping touring because he has Parkinson's disease. It was a very sad uh, announcement by Neil Diamond. And then we started talking about how much money has he made, and does Neil Diamond have tiger money? Like, enough money has he made over the years of touring? Oh, He's been he touring does. for like 50 years. He has that tiger money. He's worth like $150 million, so he has tiger money, and then somehow we got into Can You Milk a Tiger? And apparently it spilled over to a some man of our in the listeners. middle of the night, all alone on his computer. I think I would have been more comfortable if I got this tweet <laughs> this morning, but to get a tweet like that at midnight. And listen, I, I don't know Mike who tweeted us here. I, I don't know what his life is like, what his work schedule, what his family life is like. I, I don't know that. But to tweet us mm-hmm. at midnight saying, I'm uncomfortable, I shouldn't have followed Mikey's lead, and uh, sitting there on the Googles, just Googling, uh, can you milk a, so he went with chicken, cat, <laughs> oh wait, hold on, he took screenshots of, you know like when you go to Google something, yeah, it'll give you like, it'll like predict the, you know, what you're going to type next, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the intelligence, whatever it's got. So Based on the searches he, and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. He typed in, can you milk a, and then the options that came up were chicken, cat, a man, a horse, a pig. All right. Mm-hmm. A man. In the- <laughs> Did he go with that one? Cause that one. No, he just screenshotted <laughs> the predictive searches. Oh man! I like out of all those options. I hope at midnight last night he did not click on "Can you milk a man?" because that would have taken him to an interesting place. Man, I just I love everybody that listens to our show. We we try to tell you guys as much as possible. We appreciate you, and mm-hmm. you guys are definitely like a, you. I'm I'm gonna say this, okay? And I I really mean this from the bottom of my heart. You all that listen to our show and, you know, participate in the show, whether you call us or send us messages and whatever, send us content for the show because, you know, we don't have producers. You are all as important a part of our show as the state of Florida is. Whoa. It's true, though. It's true. 
in the state of Florida, trust me, gives us endless material for the show. So we appreciate you listening, and uh, Mike, we appreciate that uh, made you uncomfortable and you were Googling different animals or a man, or a man. To, uh, to milk last night at midnight for some reason. So we got a tweet uh, around midnight last night uh, from Mike. He said, I'm uncomfortable. I shouldn't have followed Mikey's lead. And he was Googling different uh, animals uh, that it's possible for them to be milked. This all went back to a uh, conversation on yesterday's show on Can You Milk a Tiger? I have um, I have taken the... the <laughs> I've been proactive here, Bob. I've been proactive. I started really thinking, are there animals that you can milk besides a cow, right? According to the Washington Dairy Products Commission, nine out of every ten glasses of milk consumed by people come from cows. All right, 90% of all milk comes from cows. It's that one glass of milk, right, that you want to know about. What's the one glass of milk? Nine out of every ten come from a cow. I have seven animals you can milk here. I've heard of goat's milk before. Uh, goat is on the list. Ding, ding, ding. Survey says that's number uh, two on the list, okay? <laughs> I have seven animals that you can milk that aren't cows. Goat. Uh, it says some people find goat's milk easier to digest than cow's milk, so goat is on the list. Um, water buffalo. Water buffalo produce half of the milk consumed in India. So they are milking water buffalo in India. What kind of hero milks a water buffalo? Uh, sheep. Sheep you milk. Can milk is, a sheep? Sheep milk is used to make French cheeses, this says. Uh, sure. That seems insane, right? Who milks a sheep? Eh, French cheeses, if you want it. Get under that sheep. Um, a yak. A yak can be milk. In the cold mountains of Tibet, people make yak butter tea. It tastes like a salty, creamy soup that has been whipped to a froth. Oh, God. Salty. Give me the creamy soup. Give me the creamy, salty, frothy yak soup. Straight out of the yak tea. Oh, God. Who milks a water buffalo, though? (laughs) All this sounds awful. All right, hold on. There's three more on the list. This one seems weird to me. A horse. It says over 700 years ago, Mongolian warriors made a dried out concentrated paste from horse milk. It says in southeastern Russia, people use horse milk to make a slightly alcoholic drink called kumis. You you can milk a horse? I didn't know that. I don't think I ever needed to know that. Two more. A camel. In the hot desert, camel milk lasts longer than other types of milk. It can last for seven days at 86 degrees. Oh, my God. It will last for three months when properly refrigerated. 86 degree camel milk. Who's milking the camel? Oh, God. Like, all right. Just warm. Who wants a glass of warm, steamy camel milk? It's 86 degrees and bubbly. What a gross start to the show this is, right? What if you're in the desert, though? And you're out of water and you're lost in the desert? You got milk in that camel, right? You got to survive. You can also milk a reindeer. We use the juice. A reindeer? 
Hello, Santa. Uh, the fat content of a reindeer's milk is six times as much as a cow's milk. It is the only source of milk for Laplanders in northern Scandinavia because no other dairy animal can survive in such a cold, hostile environment. It takes two people to milk a reindeer. One to do the milking and the other to hold the reindeer's horns. <laughs> so you can't just regularly milk a reindeer. You need tag you need a tag team partner. Somebody found it out the hard way. To milk a reindeer. <laughs> Somebody at some point in history yeah. tried to single handedly I mean, who was the first hero to try to milk a reindeer? Santa. Uh, seriously. Santa. Uh-huh. Uh, no people were leaving him uh, milk and cookies, and Santa's just like, wow, I've really been delivering toys to all the children of the world. I'm uh, I'm getting thirsty. And then he just went up to uh, uh, Dasher, Prancer, Rudolph, and next thing you know, Santa wears those white gloves, right? He does. Those are milking gloves. He does. Those are, mil- those are Santa milking gloves. We never knew. Santa was the first person. And, of course, he can milk a reindeer because he's he's freaking Santa and he has magical powers over the reindeer. I mean, he makes them fly, right? But at some point, um, somebody did try to probably milk a reindeer solo. A solo bad milking. Move. Hey, bad move. And then they, they probably got horned. They paid the price. They probably got horned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then somebody at some point then had to convince another human being to help them milk a reindeer. Wow. What an educational show we have. It's unbelievable. You guys think it's all fun and games up here and we just laugh and we're immature and uh, the the amount of education we sneak into the show is amazing. I mean, the thought of 80 degree camel milk. I want to milk a camel. Oh, it I makes do. me want to barf. I want to hear the noise a camel makes when it's getting milk. <laughs> <laughs> You're not sure if it doesn't, if it likes it or not, but it, ah, like, is that a, is that a sound of, I like what's going on, keep milking, Milk or is that, more? is that a sound like all out of milk, ah, hands off the camel? Ah. I got a tweet here from uh, Mike, turned on Mikey and Bob, the first thing I hear is Mikey screaming, who milked the camel? I'm crying. Uh, yep, it's, uh. One of those starts to the uh, show. We've uh, learned that there are other animals other than a cow that you can milk, including uh, sheep, a reindeer, a water <laughs> buffalo, a yak, and yes, a uh, camel. Mikey and Bob, hello. Camel's milk, dude. It's like really good for you, man. It's like liquid. They call it like liquid gold. My wife was gonna get it for my for my son. He doesn't drink like cow's milk. So you've looked up camel's milk before, bro. You can't get it at any store. Like Whole Foods or anything, can't get it. D- have you looked it up? Dude, How much is it? Dude, it's like almost 50 bucks, dude, for like a quart. <laughs> really? Liquid gold? I might have to get some camels. I was about to say, what the hell am I doing here doing a morning radio show? I need to get my hands under a camel and start milking. You got a lot of property, man. Just get some camels, dude. No, there's definitely like a nasty process that goes into milking a camel. Like there's, that, that's the reason why it's so expensive. <laughs> yeah, like you can't just go under a camel and milk it. Uh-uh. You have to like prep the camel and everything, and then it takes three hours of of milking before even a drop comes out. That's why it's so expensive. That's because all the milk stored in the humps. Dude. There it is. That's what's in the humps. Liquid gold. All right, man. Later. I'm ready to milk a camel this morning. <laughs> What is our show, man? Seriously.
Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss, the morning freak show. Listen to us every morning on the free iHeartRadio app. We always tell you it's the best way to listen to the show, best way to listen to our station, and it is the home of our podcast. Get the Mikey and Bob podcast all free on the iHeartRadio app to stream or uh, or download. Uh, a poll conducted by the uh, site Fangraphs says Pirates owner Bob Nutting is the fourth worst owner in the major league. On a scale from one to five, with five being the best, Nutting drew a rating of two. 71% of poll voters rated Bob Nutting as either a very bad or pretty bad owner. Oh, that is no. uh, a new poll by uh, the uh, site Fangraphs. Bob Nutting, the fourth <coughs> worst owner in uh, in MLB. Oh, leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, what was that, President Frank Coonley? Yeah, people are saying hurtful things about Bob, all right? Leave him alone. The interview he was doing where people are saying bad things about Bob. Please stop the hurtful attacks. Oh, everybody screw off from the Pirates, all you upper management scammers. Just a scam you're running. You see the Kutch thing yesterday, man. Oh, so sad. I, I know. I just, I, I just want it to stop because I, I keep getting more and more sad. Andrew McCutcheon, of course, wrote just a beautiful kind of goodbye to Pittsburgh on the uh, site, the Players Tribune, right? And then uh, yesterday, there was the, there was video of uh, of Kutch talking, uh, kind of like a goodbye to Pittsburgh. I never forget the first time I came into Pittsburgh. My 18 year old kid got invited to do a workout at PNC Park. I had never really been to a, a big city. I'll never forget that moment that I had, you know, that that first time I ever saw, you know, the city. That to say the least, you know, the the city means a lot to me. Um, you know, like I said, I'm from Florida, and I live here now. That's saying a lot. Man, to, to the fans, man, I've been through a lot. I mean, to be a part of uh, some history, um, i never forget. I used to just sit down and, and have talks with, with my wife and just say, man, how cool, uh, how sweet is it going to be to be a team that, like, turns it around? What if we're the team that does it? What if I'm a part of it? And then when it actually happened, you know, just to see the change, man, that's the coolest thing in the world. And that made us that made us that much closer. Me and the fans, you know, it's it's like we knew each other. You know, my last at bat in PNC Park. I I didn't think that was gonna be my last one. But you guys, you know, gave me the ovation. I was able to actually sit there and and, and uh you know, think about it and and let it let it sit in and savor it as much as I possibly could. So just thank you for the years, man. It's it's been awesome. This is this not this isn't goodbye forever, <laughs> you know. Just appreciate the time and appreciate the memories. Always gonna have them, and I'm always gonna be here in the off season. So I'm sure I'll run into you every now and then. You know, till then, till next time. You know, for now, but it's never a goodbye. Oh God, dear God, I man. Mean, I mean, like reading his thing on the Players Tribune was. It hurt. It hurt enough. They you know? dropped like slow, sad music behind him. They talking did. Too. They did. They let him go for a little while, and then like, all right, bring in the sad music. Let's really make, let's really make Pirates fans real sad. Here. It's like a big brother explaining to his little brother why he's got to move away to college. <laughs> yeah, little brother's crushed. Yeah. Oh. Except if the older brother was honest, he would say that mom and dad are horrible, horrible parents. And they scam money from you. Oh. And they teach you how to be a horrible person. 
I have I have so much anger towards Pirates management, man. Just the scam that they pull. Oh, it just makes me sick just thinking about it. It just does. And I keep going back to they keep acting like they won a World Series. They won one wild card game. That's it. Raise the banner. Build the statues. You know, you know what they're gonna do. You know what they're gonna do a couple years from now. I'm not I'm not even joking. Mark this down. This mm-hmm. is going to happen. They are going to bring back members of that team. Like, like AJ Burnett. 10-year reunion. Russell Martin. Like what was it, 2013? Absolutely. And they are going to act <sighs> like it was a World Series winning team. Yep. Like it was a good time. We all had fun. But they are going to treat those couple years of making it to wild card games like they were World Series victories. Bring you watch. The, the boys back. They're going to have world, world wild wild card reunions uh, tonight. Fireworks. Oh, yeah. A.J. Burnett will be back. And- Bring in Ricky Martin. <laughs> I don't know if we need to live in La Vida Bucco for that. I mean, Ricky Martin's his own sky blast. Listen, if you do a wild card team reunion, that's enough to sell tickets right there. We don't need the bells and whistles of a Ricky Martin. Live in La Vida Bucco. You're right. No need to spend any extra <laughs> no, money. No, 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 no. We got to space these things out to try to get fans to the uh, to the ballpark. Ballpark? A ballpark. What if you can milk a pig? Pig's milk? Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to try. It go, wasn't on the list. Go down tugging at least. <laughs> Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Mark tweets us, apparently you can milk a pig, but they have a lot of nipples and their nipples are the size of humans. All right, so a pig can be milked. It's just, I mean, you're going to have to put in some work? No, it'd be it'd be tough. I mean, imagine if like humans could be milked. Well, I mean, well, humans, humans, yes. Can- <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> Take that back. Very, very possible. <laughs> What did I just say there? Imagine it. Did I just forget for a minute that we're mammals? And I, I meant to like say like, imagine if like, like men can be milked. Is that better? Okay. Well, I'm just thinking of a pig's nipples. If they're the size of humans' nipples, like, like imagine milking me, Bob, through the nipple. Let me close my eyes first. <laughs> Never mind, man. Can we just move on to a Florida story? Yeah, go ahead. I didn't want to go down this path. All right, here we go. It's time for another Florida story. Always weird crap happening down in Florida. Here we go. Attention all listeners of The Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine hey. State. Yes, it happened again. It's another Florida story. Always weird things happening down in Florida. We have a pizza assault. So this is a story you don't hear every day, and you probably won't hear it again. A Pinellas County man is waking up in jail accused of assaulting his roommate with a hot slice of pizza. Oh. Come on. Pizza. Police are saying that Daniel Plunkett and his female roommate were drunkenly arguing about the pizza that was sitting in front of him when he decided to pick up a slice of that pizza and he chucked it at her. Uh, why throw, that is damn good why pizza? throw the pizza, especially if you're drunk? If you're drunk, cherish that pizza. Yeah. Well, it apparently hit her left hand, got sauce all over her shoulder oh, as no. well. Maybe it was really hot. No. So when police finally got there, Plunkett tried to turn the story around and told those officers that it was actually the woman who threw the pizza at him. Yeah, but wouldn't she be covered? Covered in like hot cheese and pizza sauce? How do you lie about that? No, she threw the pizza at me. Like at one point, when this girl calls the cops because she was assaulted with pizza. Yeah, yeah. 
Do you think he's rubbing pizza on himself to make it look like it was a, a full-blown pizza fight? Staging his body? Yeah, exactly. He's just laying on the <laughs> on the living room floor when they come in. Just, ah, she got me. God. Puts a slice on his face. Plunkett was arrested and is facing a simple battery charge and also that? a charge of violating his probation for a previous drunk driving conviction. Oh, boy, they see it all, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Police officers. Yeah, police officers, especially down in Florida. Uh, so yep. he... Uh, He's going to jail for a pizza assault. Florida making the show once again. Hey, how about let's go pay? Let's go pay. Let's go pay. Let's go pay. Penguins won uh, last night at home versus Carolina, three to one. Dominic Simone yeah. with his second of the year. Jake Gensel is fifteenth of the year, and then uh, JSD right. Yeah. John Sebastian D. JSD. All right. Sure. Hey, right. Whenever the Pens win the cup, it's always like some random young kids that come up from Wilkes like around this time that are just fast. The JSD guy, he looks like he's 12 years old, right? He does. (laughs) He does. Uh, good for him. You want to hear the, um, we got the Mike Lang uh, call on that here? All right, here's uh, JSD's first career uh, goal call, Mike Lang. Rush to the game zone, back to D in front, he scores, and the Penguins have taken the lead just like that. JSD picks up the goal, and he is smiling like a butcher's dog. Oh, man. I mean, I know that's his first career goal, but if this kid heats up and is really part of some magical Penguins playoff run, I the strip district merchandise is is ready to be printed. It's just ready to be printed. So many possibilities with the JSD initials. Uh, Penguins eighth place in the East now, twenty six, twenty one, and three on the season. Thursday they're at home versus the uh, versus the Minnesota Wild. Uh, by the way, we did get a tweet after the uh, Penguins game. Uh, Ninja tweeted us, leaving the Penguins game, a few kids walk by me singing Ooh, Armina Stone. Mikey and Bob, the plan to take over is in full swing. That's nice. Nice worth connecting with the kids, and the kids are all... Uh, Randomly all, singing it? All aboard with the uh, the company we use for granite countertops. Ooh, Armina Stone. <laughs> That's got to be the weirdest thing, leaving a Penguins game and a group of kids is doing the Armina Stone thing. Ooh. Armina Stone. All right. Hey, it doesn't always have to make sense, does it? It doesn't. Uh, right now, it is time for today in Freak Show History, brought to us by Moe's Southwest Grill. Welcome, Moe's. Here we go. Today in Freak Show History. Today in Freak Show History. Today in Freak Show History, we take you back a couple years. These are some news anchors in the Washington, D.C. area. Uh, They had, like, some sort of snowstorm down there. Mm -hmm. And they were talking to a rep from VDOT. That's the Virginia Department of Transportation. Do you remember this at all, I don't. I don't. Okay, it was some person who said they were with VDOT, and they weren't. And you could tell that right off the bat. But the news anchors kept going with the interview, and it just... So many news anchors are so robotic. Right, listen to this for today in Freak Show History. Virginia Department of Transportation, VDOT. we got Jason Bond on the phone. Jason, how's it looking for you guys this morning? A lot of our plow trucks are getting held up a bit. It's a lot 
bigger than what they expected. I mean, my drug dealer and my prostitute were on the way. And All right, uh-oh. throwing the flag there. At that point, you should know to get out of it when the VDOT guy mentions my drug dealer and prostitute were on the way in the snow. You know, they couldn't get it delivered. You know, I couldn't believe it. So for people that are traveling out. Oh, my God. Was she not paying attention? That guy just mentioned she's going drug going. dealer and prostitute. What are your words of advice? Stay bunkered down as long as possible. Yeah. The prostitutes will be there tomorrow morning, and we can have a good time then. The prostitutes will be there tomorrow morning. He's now mentioned prostitutes twice Yes, on the NBC News in Washington, D.C. They have to realize what's going on now, right? This guy's obviously pranking them. What are your, your road crews as far as we, we... Oh, dear God, the guy's <laughs> asking another question. What, what kind of shifts are they working on to try to keep these roads clear? Bro, bro prostitutes. prostitutes. Did you not hear about the prostitutes? Huh? I mean, these guys are working... Yep. Yeah, I hate to say it, but... At this point, if you're the guy prank calling, you're like, I, I'm stunned. This real? I, I thought the first mention of prostitutes and drug dealers, I was getting hung up on. Uh, almost 20 hours, you know? There's good call girls in the hotel. They should just stay there, you know? Another prostitute mention! Prostitutes <laughs> just stay at the hotel. Okay, thank you so much, Jason Bond. They go to break, they come back, and you get this. So you may have heard a few minutes, we were, uh, a few minutes ago, rather, we were speaking with a man who misrepresented himself. He said he was... <laughs> from VDOT, but he was not, and we apologize for the comments he made. They're so programmed to read the script. It really is. Not on the script. It's, it's not even real. It's news robots is, is what it is. That guy's just dropping prostitutes and drug dealers, and they're just continuing just on like, with oh, the full yeah, conversation. All right. Uh, the Tide Pod Challenge crap just continues. By, by the way, the Tide Pod Challenge, you know, a uh, couple people post videos of them eating these Tide Pod, like, you know, lawn or, you know, detergent things online. And right. then all of a sudden it becomes the Tide Pod challenge and goes viral in the news acts like all teens are doing this and all teens are dying and even adults are doing it now. First of all, teens aren't doing this anymore because the news is, is talking about it. So it is no longer a thing with teens. They have moved on weeks ago from the Tide Pod Challenge. Now it's just like your stupid-ass uncle doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle Uh, Frank with Tide Pods. So now YouTube and Facebook are saying uh, just as quickly as Tide Pod Challenge videos get posted, they're they're taking them down, I guess, because it's... uh, they're calling it harmful or dangerous content. So they don't want to encourage people to eat... I mean, is this... Is this where we're at in this country? They gave people plenty of time, though, to search them out before this right. point now. now. Can you really stop them? No, it's the internet, no. If people want to eat Tide Pods and post videos, they're going to do it, right? So now the makers of uh, Tide, the Tide Pods have come out because people were saying there was like a rumor going around that they were going to stop making the this is how stupid hmm. this country is right now right this is how stupid people get with things online and i'm not i'm talking about like the news and just everything couple of tide pod videos get posted online right then a rumor gets spread that oh they're gonna stop making tide pods because of this so the actual company procter and gamble had to tweet out yesterday that it was a complete hoax that they would stop selling it and they had to release a statement saying, pods are used safely by millions of households ac- across the country every day. We will continue to offer liquid laundry packets together with other detergent forms. So it's like, okay, we're not stopping Tide Pods because like a handful of teens and your stupid ass uncle are eating them online. So 
No, they're not stopping the sale no. of Tide Pods. Procter & Gamble, parent company to Tide, coming out strong this morning, fighting against the dangerous social media craze, the Tide Pod Challenge. Social media craze! Listen, as soon as the news says something is a social media craze, that's it. It's, it's, it's over with. Where teens post videos online as they teens. gag, cough, and in some cases, even foam at the mouth. Only teens. Attempting to eat the colorful laundry pods. Yeah. The video's so alarming, we're only showing freeze frames. Okay, yeah, we're only showing freeze frames. I hate when the news does that, so too. So alarming. Like, listen, if you want to get kids to stop eating Tide Pods, show some kid eating it and then just, you're like, foaming from the mouth. Yeah. Then, then, then kids might look at that, or your stupid-ass uncle might look at that and go, I shouldn't do that. Be like, no, we can't show that. Well, listen, we'll give you all the de- the gory details and show you a picture of just any like- mass murder. But God, God forbid we show some sort of moving photo of somebody eating a Tide Pod. Your Uncle it's Todd's tongue fell off. It's too much. Can't show that. P&G in a bold move asking <laughs> YouTube and Facebook to remove clips of teens eating the product from their platforms. Yeah. No, 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 no. What the heck is going on, people? Tide even releasing a new commercial online with NFL star Rob Gronkowski <laughs> denouncing the dangerous teen dare. Do not eat. Did you see that? Did you see the Gronk thing? I did. Gronk did a video, Rob Gronkowski, of course, the giant tight end for the Patriots. No, 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 no. What the heck is going on, people? <laughs> Use Tide Pods for washing, not eating. Alright, now, if there's one NFL player who I think would eat Tide Pods, First it's Rob Gronkowski, right? First in line. He shouldn't be the one telling everybody, no, don't eat them. I, I would think he would be the guy who would eat them. The American Association of Poison Control Centers calling the social media challenge potentially harmful or even deadly. I mean, gee, you think, did we need an official statement for that? It's eating detergent. And issuing a health alert in response to the large spike in intentional poison exposure yeah. to the single load laundry packet since these videos have gone viral. So there you go. They're going to uh, continue to sell them and YouTube and Facebook are going to try to ban the videos and Rob Gronkowski doesn't want you to uh, eat Tide Pod. But like I said, once this makes the mainstream, once this hits the news, listen, kids have have, have stopped eating Tide Pods weeks ago. This has been done and over with. Uh, now, yeah. once the news sniffs it out, now it's a viral sensation and everybody's in danger. Now, this story out of Alabama is incredible. Like the news report on this is incredible. Um, a Taco Bell burned down. That usually not very newsworthy. Maybe a mm. quick blip. Yeah, that's show, about it. Show, uh, you know, some B-roll video of the Taco Bell burned down, but Taco Bell burns down in Alabama, and people organize a candlelight vigil for it uh, online because they're so sad that their Taco Bell is gone. Let's talk about what's going on. Okay, wait. Did she just make a taco pun there? Mm. Oh, God. Let's talk about what's going on. How can you honestly say that as a news reporter mm. and not just... just just go home for the day. Feel shame for yourself. Let's talk about what's going on. Let's talk about what's going on. This Taco Bell on Zelda Road caught fire and collapsed. Oh so some locals decided they wanted to do something in remembrance of their favorite fast food restaurant. Local heroes. They literally held a candlelit <laughs> vigil for Taco Bell. All right, what an idea this is, right? Always remember Taco Bell, Zelda Road. All right, now they're going to start interviewing people at the candlelight vigil for Taco We're Bell. Just out here, you remember it. I mean, I think it was the best Taco Bell in Montgomery. Grieving wow. in yeah. nacho average way. Oh, God. Oh, stop, stop with the goddamn taco puns. Jesus. A candlelit vigil for their favorite restaurant.
Some didn't want to talk about it. Oh my God, this lady needs to stop. Like, Cut her how, off. how can this lady ever take anything serious when she's making taco puns like this? <laughs> I can't, I can't eat here. Others right. had a lot to say. I felt like I lost a family member. <laughs> yep, all right. Well, I'm hoping we get closure tonight. Yeah, these are people uh-huh. uh, being interviewed at a candlelight vigil for a burned-down Taco Bell in Alabama. But we're here supporting Taco Bell tonight, and that's what's important. I'm hurt. My feelings are hurt. I got to go all the way to Perry Hill to get some Taco Bell. Oh, God, no, why? It hurts my feelings. Talk about the things you do. Oh, she's got to stop. At this point, she's just got to stop. For the ones you love. I right, get ready, though, because we're about to have the finisher here. In this case, yep. the one you love being Taco Bell. All right, candlelight vigil, burn down Taco Bell in sure. Alabama, and yeah. then down swoops an angel. Baja Blast. Baja people were at tonight's vigil over 100 people showed up to a burned down taco bell for a candlelight vigil and that angel just dropped an amazing baja blast tribute there i love love the the crowd starts going, going nuts too for a grown woman who's singing uh an ode to baja blast Outside of a burned down Taco Bell with over 100 people there, too. It's time for another Florida story. There is always weird crap (laughs) happening down in the state of Florida, it seems. Here we go! Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes! It happened happened again. again. It's It's another Florida story. All right. Now, here was the news tease for this Florida story here. And something is fishy about this situation. Ahead, the reason the cops believe this man is putting a tropical fish down his pants. Uh, We have tropical fish in the pants. All right. Let's uh, go with this. What's happening right now? Something fishy going down at a Clearwater pet shop, and it was all caught on camera. Yeah. And now police are searching for a suspect who slipped away. Right, we got we got to stop with the puns. We got to stop with uh, the fish puns here. Yeah. Stop. I think he thought this was going to go off swimmingly, but it oh, didn't. God. Not so much. The scale of the law is coming after oh. these folks. Clearwater PD. Oh are they going for stop. some sort of record on, on fish puns here? Just give us the story about the guy with the fish in his pants. Reeled in a thief, they oh tell God, us, was caught one. on camera <laughs> stuffing exotic fish down his pants, but his accomplice has not been hooked yet. I, that was unbelievable. There was probably six different fish puns in 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 thirty seconds. There, that was incredible, incredibly I mean, awful, but incredible it, still. It, it distracted me that a man was just sticking fish down the front of his I, pants. Like that's all you need. We don't need fish puns. <laughs> if he's got exotic fish down his pants, like that's enough. You don't need to dress it up. The surveillance video from Pet Safari allegedly shows Cruz Garcia Jr. checking out tanks of exotic fish. All right, we have Cruz Garcia Jr. When the coast was clear, Garcia netted several exotic swimmers yeah. worth $20 each, wow. then tucked the bag of fish down oh, his boy. trousers. Wow. The slippery 
thieves left the store, but realizing something wasn't right, the clerk wrote down the pair's license plate, uh -oh. and Garcia was netted. Yeah. Right now, police are still looking for accomplice Crystal Dixon. Right, still uh, looking for the accomplice. Her main role was that of a uh, distraction. She went and occupied the clerk while the other individual was uh, selecting the fish and stuffing them down his pants. Well, the other man was pants fishing. <laughs> Select them carefully before you put them down your pants. It's not just Dixon who slipped away. The pantfish are missing, too. Oh, my God. The pantfish are... The, yo, those pantfish are dead. You don't want those back. Those, no, those you, fish have seen bad you, you, things. You can't put those back in the tank. Once they're down somebody's pants, you can't put them back in the tank. Of course, he's picking them out carefully, though. What if he got a biter or something like that, you know? But you want... Drop the wrong fish down in the man aquarium? You want one of those that's... That, like, sucks the algae, right? Oh, God. Like, if you're going for a pants fish, you need a... Alright, I should stop, probably, huh? I mean, maybe, though, this guy was sticking fish down his pants because he was going to use it for a dance later. He's an exotic dancer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. If something smells fishy, like somebody microwaved fish in an office microwave, that's just our next dancer. Ladies in the front row, get that bait out. He's been sticking exotic fish down his pants all day to dance for you tonight. Who wants to see that fleshy flipper come out, huh? Who, who's ready to go fishing in that man aquarium? Whip out that fleshy flipper. Whip out that fleshy flipper. Whip out that fleshy flipper. Dancing for you tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise. Put your hands together. He needs the extra money. Because he went bankrupt. <laughs> Back in the 90s Because he was unable to sell his Beanie Baby collection That was supposed to make him rich Ladies and gentlemen He kept them in plastic containers And even put plastic tags On the red little heart tag It was supposed to send him He's here because of his Beanie collection Ladies he has not been able to sell the Beanie Baby collection. No takers. <laughs> it was supposed to net him hundreds of thousands of dollars by this time, and it is, it has not come to fruition. But you get the payoff because he's dancing for you tonight. He's got tons of exotic fish in his pants, and he wants to whip them out for you. If you smell fish, it's probably Carp Pants Cruise. Carpants cruise, carpants cruise, carpants cruise, dancing for you tonight. All right, ladies, Get if you dollars ready, whoever has a twenty dollar bill right now, ladies, make your way to the front of the stage. If you have a twenty, carpants cruise will accept the first three ladies with a twenty dollar bill to get at the front of the stage. Get down on your knees, put your face right up to it, and. Sniff the carp. <laughs> sniff the, the carp. carp. Sniff the carp. Ladies, sniff that carp for a $20 bill right now. Carp
Hard Pants Cruise is dancing for you tonight. He needs the money because his Beanie Baby collection is not worth anything. We got a naked teacher in California. Yeah. This story's actually pretty disturbing. You're not going to believe this. It was all caught on camera. Local teacher caught with his pants down on a playground. All right, naked teacher on the playground, right? Cell phone video shows part of a disturbing episode where a man took off all of his clothes on the playground huh. of Carthay Center Elementary School. Why, you're thinking right now, why is he getting naked on the playground, right? Yeah. I, I don't know if I have a good explanation the for The man it. in the video was teaching a PE class at the school. Just uh, teaching gym. When he began stripping naked. He was supposed to be helping them learn, you know, PE, run around and have fun. Yeah, like, did the guy just get too hot? Overheated? What happened here to where the guy's just like, ah, hey, you know what? We're just running laps, playing dodgeball in gym. And he got, I, no, he got fully naked, though. It wasn't just like he took his shirt off. He got fully naked, like pants and underwear and everything, and was running around a, a playground naked, right? Yeah. yeah. A little disturbing. But he undressed and started chasing the kids while he was naked. Yeah, all right. This guy should go to jail for a long, long time. Eventually, the man puts his clothes back on. Why? Like, I'm not saying he should have been naked, but, like, once you're naked, don't you just wait till you get arrested? I mean, when did he snap out of it and just like, oh, I need to put... These clothes back. What am I doing? And you can see him being confronted by what appears to yeah. be school officials. School administration sent this letter home to parents. Now, now, this is what the school had to send home to parents. All right. A gym teacher was running around naked in front of the kids on the playground, and this is the letter they sent home. An individual began behaving in an unusual way. Okay, just stop. Can they just be honest? Be like, the, the damn gym teacher snapped and got naked. An, indivi an individual began acting in a peculiar manner. No, the, the damn gym te teacher lost it and got naked. Prompting us to contact law enforcement. Yeah. As a safety precaution, our school went on a brief lockdown while officers responded and took the individual into custody. We want answers. They're not giving us answers. So we lose the trust in the school. I, I agree. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Like. If they, they, they should have just wrote the honest letter. Just the gym teacher was running around the playground naked. Yeah, but there's video of this guy too. Somebody took video of the guy running around the playground naked. So why is the school like uh, trying to t t do that teacher talk or teacher speak? Which is like you gotta send the letter home. And be like, I'm sure you saw the video by now. Gym teacher snapped and got naked in front of your kids. It happened. He got arrested. It's over and done with. This shouldn't be a, a, a problem moving forward. We don't know what to tell you. Gym teacher got naked. We, How do we see these things coming? It was a normal gym teacher. Something happened today, though, then where he, he came into work down. and just got naked. We lose the trust in the school district. Yep. What are we supposed to do? Nah, I don't know. We reached out to LAUSD, but because this is a personnel matter, they said they cannot comment. Right, and they won't even comment on it. There's video of the guy running around naked, though. No comment. This is why there's a trust issue, man. I'm telling you, people just aren't honest enough. They'll, oh, they can't comment on it. They sent a letter home just saying there wasn't it. Like, yo, be just so be I saw honest. Butt, I, butt, I saw butt cheeks on the internet. Your kids might have seen a full-grown naked man. That is a disturbing thing. You gotta be, you gotta be real. Gym teacher snapped and got naked. No explanation needed. It could have been a one-line thing. Sorry, gym teacher snapped. Got naked in front of your kids. Might need to talk to them. I love this city, man. I love <laughs> that we have a Chartier's turkey on the loose. And it, what was this? The Observer reporter that it was in? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> the full interview with the uh, the cop and everything. Apparently, there is a, a big-ass turkey that is just, it, like, walking into traffic and just causing a disturbance in, in Chartiers, right? We've received several reports regarding a turkey that's been chasing vehicles, pecking at vehicles. Uh, you can hear it. <laughs> You can hear it. Chasing after cars. Causing right? a disturbance. Yeah. Chasing after people. Oh, no. Uh, so we've been attempting to capture this turkey for the last probably three weeks or so. All right, wait, hold on. Three hold on. weeks? They've been trying to capture a turkey for three weeks and they haven't been able to do it yet? Well, we have a couple options. Uh, we may take and release him into a more wild setting where he's not going to be around people. Yeah. Uh, right now, he's habituated to people uh, through either food or people giving handouts to it. So, you know, we're paying attention to what we can do for this bird and with this bird. All right, well, uh, how about you catch it first? Chartier's turkey on the loose. Lure it with the food. Did they name it? Does it have a name or anything? I, or believe, just... I believe somebody named it. It says in the uh, the Observer Reporter. I forget what the name is, though. You have it right there? No, it... no, I didn't see a name. They actually named the Chartier's turkey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has a name? No, I don't think I even have the, the the name over here. I don't even have the article. What's the name? Oh, no, here it is. <laughs> Homer. Homer the Romer. Homer the Romer. <laughs> All right, so there is a Chartier's turkey on the loose. It's aggressive. That they've been trying to capture for three weeks, and it's been named Homer the Romer <laughs> because it just randomly walks in the traffic and, like, harasses people. I love it, man. I love that that can make it into the news. Oh, yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Hey, by the way, how about this? Now, if you're listening to our show at the beginning of the show, this this question will make a lot of sense. Can you milk a turkey? Can a turkey be milked? Homer doesn't seem too friendly. I don't think he's going to give you any milk. No, or, the cops have been she. trying to capture Homer the Romer for... <laughs> For three weeks, maybe that's what needs to happen. Maybe me and you, after the show, need to head out to Chartiers, start the, looking for Homer. Get those turkey teats? Yeah. <laughs> no, man, I'm telling you, with turkeys, it's different. Uh-oh. All you got to do is tickle the gobbler, <laughs> and it'll start spraying milk. Seriously. It's science. It's, science. it's nature. Wow. Tickle the gobbler on a, Tickle Homer's gobbler. To life and lessons. all of a sudden, huh? Homer spraying. Homer spraying milk. Uh, earlier this morning, we were talking about um, we were talking about what sort of animals other than cows can be milked, and we did actually look it up. You can milk a water buffalo. Uh, you can milk a goat. You can milk a horse. You can milk a sheep. <laughs> you can milk a camel. Uh, camel milk, by the way, lasts longer than other types of milk. It can last for seven days at 86 degrees and will last for three months when properly refrigerated. So if you're ever near a camel, get the milking. You ever get stranded in the desert, you're out of water. Uh, you can milk a yak. A lot of people do that in the cold mountains of Tibet, it says. Oh, I bet. And people make yak butter tea. I feel like a lot of these uh, other animals that can be milked are in cold, mountainous regions. I mean, yak butter tea is just the grossest. Uh, it says it tastes like a salty, creamy soup uh, that has been whipped to a froth. Oh, that's nice. Frothy. Frothy yak butter. Listen, it? it gives me the nutrients I need. Wouldn't it be funny to see, like, uh, you know, like uh, somebody on the penguin's bench in one of the uh, the Gatorade bottles just squirt themselves with yak milk? 
salty, creamy soup whipped to a froth. Phil's just got it all over his face. I, Phil Kessel probably is having a great season because he's drinking yak milk on the bench. It's probably what it is. Uh, also, reindeer. You can milk a reindeer. <laughs> it has six times the fat content as cow's milk. Um, and it says it's the, uh, reindeer milk is the only source of milk in northern Scandinavia because no other dairy animal can survive a cold, hostile environment like it is up there. And it takes two people to milk a reindeer. Mm-hmm. One to milk <laughs> and one to hold the reindeer horns. If you learn anything from our show today, just know that it takes two people to milk a reindeer. It's a life lesson. That's all we want you to know. It takes two people to milk a reindeer. And Phil Kessel's powered by yak milk. <laughs> and one of the people milking the reindeer has to be Santa, too. They have to be in a Santa suit. It calms the reindeer down. Santa's got a tug. We were just talking about a turkey named Homer the Roamer. That attacks people in traffic in uh, Chartiers. Veronica tweets us here. There's an infamous turkey in Castle Shannon, too. Same situation, I guess, just attacks people. <laughs> Do we know if it's... Hold on. Carrie just tweets us here, too. Al Equipa has a turkey, too. He's pretty chill, though. Tom the turkey hangs out at intersections and just watches traffic. <laughs> okay, how many cities around this area have a city turkey? It seems like a good amount. <laughs> These aggressive ones, do we know if it's mating season? I don't Those think turkeys so. get fired up. Nah, it's way too cold to be mating season. I think turkeys need hot weather to mate in, don't they? I feel like no animal mates in cold weather. You gotta be hot to mate. Uh, the actual Turner's Tea account just tweeted us. Um, in responding to my tweet that I sent out, Phil Kessel is powered by Yak's Milk. Uh, they tweeted new limited edition milk idea. <laughs> Listen, if anybody can do it, it's Turner's. <laughs> it's got to come out in the summer, though. I want, I want hot yak milk, hot, frothy, and creamy. Catherine tweets us here: new question for HQ trivia. How many people does it take to milk a reindeer? Well, see if you listen to our show, you know it's two: one to milk and one to hold down the horns. Andrew tweets us here: I thought you could milk anything with nipples. Learn that from Meet the Parents. Well, that's not true. It seems like good in theory, but you can't just milk anything with nipples. I can't be milked. I have nipples. Prove it, Greg. I've never really tried, though. That's a good point. Can we just take the rest of the show off and milk each other? Hey, turkey, turkeys, they mate in January. Are you it serious? It says they can start in January, especially if there's temperature changes. Shane just tweets us here, the turkey in Castle Shannon takes no prisoners. It's horny, Shane. It's just horny. Did you really look up that fast? Turkey's mate in January? And it can go all the way through March and April. Like, it can mate the whole time? Like, is that one round of mating? Yeah, yeah. I I guess the warm spells in January really heat up the mating season. (laughs) Oh, man. So watch out. All right. Now look up turkey mating on YouTube. So uh, when we're playing music, we can sit here and watch turkeys mate. Perfect night. It's off the tracks again. <laughs> the show's off the tracks again. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Do you have video of a turkey mating over there? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. January is apparently when turkeys heat up. This all started when we were covering the uh, story 
That was in the Observer Reporter. Uh, what, where was it? Chartiers? There's a turkey who just like attacks people and and kind of goes goes wild. Horny. Aaron tweets here, uh, two things I learned from Mikey and Bob this morning. Turkeys mate in January, and it takes two people to milk a reindeer. Who needs school? Eh, it is questionable if you really need school if you listen to our show. Uh, Shane, who tweeted us, there's, there's a turkey in Castle Shannon who takes no prisoners, also said he witnessed the turkey mate with a UPS truck. It's real love. Uh, Jim tweets us here, Trafford has a skunk that terrorizes the streets. My dog will never be the same. Can you milk a skunk? I, I would think so. Alexandra tweets here, I just died when you transitioned from we're going to go watch turkeys mating to Ed Sheeran singing, I found a love for me. Yeah, just know that the entire time that Ed Sheeran Perfect was just playing, Bob was looking at turkey mating videos online. It did set the table. It was nice. Nice Do soundtrack. Do you have a video of turkeys mating? Yeah, yeah. We love watch. I'm telling you. Like... Go ahead, my man. I'm telling Take you. Take a look. Oh, go pick, pick get it, it, my man. Oh. Okay, the male turkey, like. Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Don't put it in her face. Like, why is he sitting on her head? Like he was on top. Like the Stop. man, the man turkey was on top of the lady turkey, and then all of a sudden it turned around and squatted on her head. Stop the damn man. <laughs> Lady Turkey's got a family. Is she okay? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is that Turkey Uh-oh, okay? All right. No, he's, he's going around back again. All right. Nope. Wait, did he just like kick her a little bit to see if she's still moving? No, she's just sitting there like enjoying it, I guess. All right. Now the, the man Turkey is circling. Oh, round two has Uh-oh. begun. Nope, nope, nope. Almost. Uh-oh. Almost. We are watching Uh-oh. turkeys mating right now. Okay. He is on top of the Lady Turkey. Like he's standing on her. Not like behind her on the side or anything like that. Oh, my. He is just shaking those feathers. That is wild looking. Okay, listen. All right, if you you have the ability, if you're in the office right now or headed to the office, if your uh, company you work for does not care what you look at on the Internet while they're paying you, look up turkey mating. What a treat that was. Uh, Yeah. Courtney sent us a message on Facebook. Any mammal can be milked, and that's how they feed their babies. What are mammals? Like, there's a lot of animals that are mammals, right? And they can all be milked? I don't know. It's been a while since I've really learned about animals like this. Uh, I mean, can we just get a list of mammals, or is that like an endless list? I think it's a pretty pretty big list there. Like a giraffe's a mammal, right? Isn't a giraffe a mammal? Yeah. All right, so you're telling me you can milk a giraffe? Animals with vertebrae. Yeah. I feel like a giraffe has to have a, ver- a vertebrae, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yep. All right, let me find a list of mammals here. Sloths are mammals? Is that is that real? Somehow I'm on the St. Louis Zoo website right now. Can we get somebody from the Pittsburgh Zoo on the show? A milky sloth? <laughs> just to read us? Just to read us mammals? <laughs> Well, you can milk a sloth. All right, I feel like if I want to milk any animal, I'm going to milk a sloth. Sloths are slow. They just want to chill. They just want to hang out. They're not going to disturb you. They're not fast moving at all. A sloth would just lay there and let you milk it. You know what I'm saying? Take, take the milk. Go ahead. I have a sloth onesie. 
You think a sloth would notice if my six foot nine ass cre in. creeped up on a sloth hanging on a tree <laughs> with milk gloves on? <laughs> what are milk gloves? That's what Santa wears. That's why Santa wears milk white gloves. We already discussed this earlier in the show. That's why Santa can milk a reindeer. Those like Santa Claus wears white gloves because he milks reindeer. The silky white gloves? Yeah. Oh. I mean, we're mammals, right? Mm -hmm. You tell me, Santa. <laughs> Can we get a mall Santa in the studio real quick? <laughs> like it's January, mall Santas. You're not doing anything. Can some bring your gloves? Can, can some Santa? Can some Santa put the gloves on and come up here? <laughs> me and Bob are mammals that need milk. <laughs> All right, we should probably just move on. I don't know where we're gonna move next to the show, oh. but I think this ends our uh, <laughs> our mammal milking portion of the show. This this ends today's science corner with Mike and Bob. Ben tweets us, guys. I am literally wetting myself listening to you guys watching turkeys, mate. That's good. That's what we always wanted our careers to be: watching turkeys mating, describing it for yep. an entire city, and everybody laughing along. Uh huh. Uh, Shane just tweets us. Just sat in my car and heard, you think if I wear my sloth onesie, I could sneak up on it and milk it? What the actual hell, guys? Erica tweets here, mammals are basically any animal that doesn't lay eggs. That's a lot of animals that can be milked then. Kelly tweets us, this is why I love you guys. I heard on the show today, you'll get milk from a turkey if you tickle its gobbler. <laughs> an educational show we have here. <laughs> Just an educational show. All right. Can we move on from, uh, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, 412-937-9610 is the uh, number if you guys want to uh, get a hold of us. Mikey and Bob, hello. Yes, I was talking about yesterday's show about what do bears wipe with. Uh, yes, we were discussing uh, bear wiping. Yeah, we, we think they rub against a tree, right? Well, no, I don't think. They have conversation while they take care of business in the morning. Uh, bears talk to one another? No, bears talk to rabbits. What okay. do they say? Well, they're taking care of business. The bear looks down at the rabbit and says, Hey, do you mind if you have um, poo on your fur? And rabbit looks up and says, Nope. Bear goes, Okay. Picks it up. Turns around. Wipes with it. Says, Thank you. Have a nice day. Hello? Hello? Oh, sorry. Sorry, I think your phone cut out there. We oh, we I'm heard sorry. the bear was talking to the rabbit. Now, go ahead. What what was the bear saying to the rabbit? The bear had um, asked the rabbit, "Do you mind if you have um, poo on your fur?" Can you hear? Can you hear Hello? anything, Bob? Hello. Ma Hello. Oh, there there, there you are. Is. All right. Yeah, you're. You must have bad reception or something like that. All right. Now, so the bear said, mine. "Do you have fur?" The bear's asking the rabbit if if he has poo on the rabbit. No, no, no. Okay, can you okay. hear me now? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We got you now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The bear and the rabbit are having conversation. Yep. Taking care of business. The bear looks down at the rabbit and says, Do you mind if you have get poo on your fur? The rabbit looks up and says, No. The bear looks down, picks the rabbit up, wipes his back. All right, hold on. I think we missed we, we miss that. But what did the rabbit say when the rabbit got picked up? The rabbit said, no, I don't mind. Does, does, the, does the bear say anything else or he just picks it up? He picks it up. He wipes his behind with the rabbit. 
puts him back down and says thank you. Hello? Hello? Can you, can you? Oh, uh, there there we go, there we go, there we go. Okay, so the bear wiped with the rabbit and then put the rabbit down and what would he say? It was over. All right. Good stuff. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Ben tweets us, why did I go to college? Everything I needed to know about life is being revealed. Thank you to Mikey and Bob. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Uh, Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Michelle tweets here, I can't breathe. You guys could clearly hear that last lady saying bear poo on a rabbit's fur. This podcast is definitely going to be one for the books. <laughs> Hashtag tickle turkey flesh. Rebecca tweets here, could you really not hear the crazy bear bunny lady? I heard her repeat the painful joke five times. Oh, we could hear her. Oh, yeah. I. There are certain points of our show where we just want to make things as uncomfortable as possible for everybody involved. Us, our listeners. We're all in it together. Sometimes making things cringefully uncomfortable is is fun. Fun for everyone. <laughs> hey, did you watch uh, This Is Us last night? That show on NBC? Did you watch it? It's uh, It's happening. Oh, I can do this without giving a spoiler alert. The main, like one of the main characters on that NBC show, This Is Us, right? Like a lot of it's set in Pittsburgh. That's where they like grew up and everything like that. Yeah. So the last episode that aired last night, they were watching the Super Bowl and uh, Steelers weren't in it, by the way. But you know, like the main dad character, This Is Us, who Milo Ventimiglia, whatever plays. Yeah. He dies. Yes. Not, not He didn't die yet, but you know he dies because they do flashbacks and flash forward. So that's not even a spoiler. Like, this show's been on for a couple seasons now, and you know been, he dies. You've been wondering how or when he dies for, like, two seasons now. Yeah, so, like, it's it's the build-up to him dying now. And then he they got to the point where he's going to die next episode. And it's going to be the episode after the Super Bowl. So NBC has a Super Bowl this year. So after the Super Bowl... They're going to painfully kill off this main character on This Is Us. Uh, Lisa sent a tweet. Tom Brady's going to win the Super Bowl and then Jack is going to die. I'm not sure if I'm even going to be able to survive the night. (laughs) Ron tweets, Patriots versus Eagles and then this. Good God, I'll have to lock all my upstairs windows to keep me from jumping out. And I thought tonight's episode was rough getting through. Uh, Matt tweeted, hey, Mikey, the blanking Pats are going to win and Jack is going to die. I'm about to boycott NBC on Super Bowl Sunday. (laughs) Uh, JM tweeted, I'm going to have to redo my uh, Super Bowl snack list. I can't make anything that involves a crock pot. Bye-bye crock pot meatballs. Yeah, because he dies in a house fire that's caused by a faulty crock pot. I got to be completely honest. This is us last night. Ruined crockpots for me forever. I'm glad I'm not an office lady or an office man that uses a crockpot on a regular basis. How many office ladies are overthinking it now and plugging in their crockpots? Did you watch watch it last night? Get that crockpot out of here. Did you watch This Is Us last night? I know we do pulled pork all the time in the crockpot. We got to stop. It's too damn soon. The crock pot is going to kill Jack it's too in, that, soon. in that fire. And How this d- is us. Did you watch it? How dare you bring that crock pot in here? No more crock pots, at least for another year. Too soon.
Um, an asteroid will pass close to Earth on Super Bowl Sunday. <clears throat> I wanted to take out both teams. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the asteroid. Yay! Super Bowl joke that everyone on the internet made. Yay! Ah, uh, yeah. NASA says that an asteroid with the name 2002 AJ129, because they've been tracking it since 2002, will make a close approach to Earth on Super Bowl Sunday how, around 1:30. How close is close? Ah, uh, 2.6 million miles, ten times the distance from Earth to the Moon. Okay, it's close in deep space terms. It's not actually close at all. Erica tweets here. I'm telling you, Justin Timberlake better bring it. He needs to save us from Brady and Jack dying. Eh, Timberlake can't even save this Super Bowl Sunday. It's all ruined. Main character on one of my favorite TV shows is gonna die. I mean, Brady's so sad. He's gonna win by like 50. There's about no. There's about zero chance the Eagles are gonna win the Super Bowl. Oh. Why? Just because Tom Brady just he just wins. That's all it is. Oh, it's gonna be bad. Did you see the? Uh, th- this is how stupid things get get on online. Like in in the. In the time we live in right now, with social media and every news website needs to get hits to their their site and blogs need to get, you know, web traffic to their blogs. This is how stupid things get. Did you see the this uh this story that's getting passed around? Vikings fans planning to sign up as Uber drivers and drop Eagles fans off at wrong locations on Super Bowl Sunday. Like, if you see this story circulating around, let it's, me... Hey, it's going to. Like, let me walk you through this. Oh, it's it, oh yeah. We still have, what, a, a week and a half yeah. leading up to the Super still Bowl? Still plenty of time before the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is going to be milked dry. It's going in. It's going to make the news cycle. A lot of talk about milking things on the show today, huh? Vikings fans planning to sign up as Uber drivers and drop Eagles fans at wrong locations. You'll see that story, right? It's based off, like, five tweets of people just joking around. Uh, This girl, Elizabeth, tweeted, I'm going to sign up to be an Uber driver just for the Super Bowl. It'll be fun dropping Eagles fans in random wrong places. Another another lady, Kendra, tweeted, Who wants to become an Uber driver with me just for the Super Bowl so we can drop Eagles fans off at wrong places? What will happen is Uber will make, like, a statement. Yeah. Like, no, we trust our drivers to do the right thing. And then it'll be a story, right? Then it becomes a story. But just follow how stupid of a time we live in to where news stations will report on this. It's all based off like three or four tweets. And people are probably just joking about it too. Like, you know what we should do? We should sign up as Uber drivers to take Eagles fans to the other places. Because, of course, the Eagles beat the Vikings, Super Bowls in Minnesota. So that's how it's going to connect. So just wait for it. It's like a week and a half before the Super Bowl. At some point, this story will come out. And people will say, Vikings fans are playing. Vikings fans? Four people on the internet. That's the that's the age we live in now, though, where something as stupid as, as a couple tweets. It's just like the Tide Pod Challenge. Yep. You see, like, maybe three or four videos of somebody eating a Tide Pod online, and it's all of a sudden, new, oh, new, new teen trend. Uh, Pirates owner Bob Nutting uh, is the fourth least popular owner in Major League Baseball, according to a new poll conducted by the uh, site Fangraphs. On a scale from 1 to 10, with 5 being the best, uh, Bob Nutting got a 2. 
71% of poll voters said that Bob Nutting is either a very bad or pretty bad owner. Fangraphs uh, also with their ownership rankings released uh, like real payroll and real revenue. Yeah, okay. And how much of a percent each team spends like on payroll to revenue. So like for 2017, the Detroit Tigers were number one. Their payroll was 199 million and their revenue was 279 million. So they spent 71% right around there. Wow. Of their of their revenue on payroll, really. So they were number 1. So if you're a Detroit Tigers fan, they went all in. They spent a lot of money. And the Pirates, real payroll for 2017 95 million, real revenue 269 million. About 35%, 35.5% of uh, payroll and revenue there. Holy crap. 26th out of 30 teams. Holy crap. Think about how much money that is. When revenue is at almost 270 and payroll is at 95. And think about how much of that 95 million is off the books for next year. And think about that without the $50 million Bam Tech Disney payment that Bob yeah. Nutting's going to get, too. That's amazing. <laughs> you just have to laugh. I never knew the number was that high. At this man's ability to make money. He's a billionaire. I know he's a billionaire. He's like the 10th richest owner in baseball. That hey, is, you almost, you, that's you, wild. You almost have to appreciate his ability to... To make millions and millions of dollars. You almost just have to appreciate the businessman that he is. And not trust anything he ever says. Andrew McCutcheon, more salt in the wound. He wore, uh, wrote his emotional goodbye to Pittsburgh on the Players' Tribune website. There's a video of Kutch talking now. His goodbye to Pittsburgh. i never forget the first time I came into Pittsburgh. My 18-year-old kid got invited to do a workout at PNC Park. I had never really been to a, a big city. I'll never forget that moment that I had, you know, that, that first time I ever saw, you know, the city. That to say the least, you know, the, the city means a lot to me. Um, to be a part of uh, some history, um, I never forget, I used to just sit down and, and have talks with, with my wife and just say, man, how cool, uh, how sweet is it going to be to to be a team that like turns it around? What if we're the team that does it? What if I'm a part of it? And then when it actually happened, you know, just to see the change, man, that's the coolest thing in the world. And that made, us, that made us that much closer. Me and the fans, you know, it's it's like we knew each other. Just thank you for the years, man. It's it's been awesome. This is this not this isn't goodbye forever, <laughs> you know. Just appreciate the time and appreciate the memories. Always gonna have them, and I'm always gonna be here in the off season. So I'm sure I run into you every now and then. All right, yeah. come back. I mean that is the saddest damn thing ever. <laughs> after, li- <laughs> I mean after you just read how much money like the Pirates made, and then it's just like oh. We- and Andrew Ship McCutcheon the guy still, that, like, sad that, and torn apart that he had to leave this city that he wanted to stay in the, forever. The guy that loved the city and loved the Pirates more than anybody else. Sure. Just said him away. 
Like when you really realize how much money that they're making and you realize how much Bob Nutting's worth, like really? I mean you couldn't just you couldn't just keep cutch around. Like you couldn't just do that, no. Had to had to send him away. Couldn't just, I mean, just give us one thing. Like if Andrew McCutcheon is still on the Pirates, you're like, all right, they're probably gonna blow for a while now. But hey, Cutch is still in center field and you know, maybe some young guys will come around. He still loves it. We'll, we'll get to watch him play for a couple years. and Maybe the young pitcher. Will, oh, God. Yeah, just sad, man. Just sad. And what are you going to do other than stop caring and not going to the game? I mean, what are you really going to do? Nothing. Just, we'll just keep reporting on how rich Bob Nutting actually is and how every time that upper management comes up with an excuse... We'll tell you why their excuse is bullcrap. We'll do it all season if we need to. And as soon as they make another major trade, like Josh Harrison, we will make up Pirate Sky Blast. <laughs> we'll make up fake sky, Pirate Sky Blast and we'll all laugh. Because if we don't laugh, we're going to cry. I mean, at this point, just let let, let Jay Hay go free. <laughs> Come on. Just give him, who was it, Juan Nicasio that they just let go and like on waivers uh, and then yeah, the yeah. Phillies got him and traded yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. I'd just do that with Jay Hay at this point. Just let him go. Yeah, whatever. Just let, put everybody on waivers and let any team come by and grab him at this point. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss, the uh, morning freak show. 12 more chances throughout the day today, 10 after every hour to uh, try to win $1,000. We'll give you 12 more keywords throughout the day. Uh, once you hear the keyword, text it to 200-200. 12 more chances today to win $1,000. $12,000 will be given away uh, by the time like the 9 o'clock hour uh, runs around 9 p.m. Oh, yeah. Like, every hour, 10 after. Keep listening for those keywords. More Justin Timberlake tickets tomorrow on the show around 7.30. Freak Show question of the day today. We do this uh, at the end of every show. Right around 5.30 uh, later this afternoon with Tall Kathy. She will ask you for the... Uh, the Freak Show question of the day. We give you the question and answer right now. Freak Show question of the day. Uh, how many people does it take to milk a reindeer? The answer is two. Do we need anything more than that? Do we need to go in an explanation on why we talked in such great length about milking animals today? Or no. just That's it. <laughs> takes two people to milk a reindeer. One to, one to do the milking and one to hold the horns. <laughs> we learned about a lot of uh, now listen like there are a lot of animals like all mammals can give milk right but like we were specifically talking today about you know what other animals are milked and then like humans use it right you know what I'm humans saying consume it somehow I'm not talking about like like a gorilla, you know, feeding its young or something like that. Right. Sloth milk or anything. I'm talking about, like, what other animal milk is, is really used. Sheep milk is used for French cheeses. We learned there's there's yak milk. <laughs> camel is... Yeah, camel milk. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Uh, it takes two people to milk a reindeer, though. Uh, that's the answer to the freak show question of the day. What a, what a great what a great little nugget for later in the day on the station. Like somebody's just going to be driving home from work around five thirty. Uh, maybe they didn't hear our part of the show where we were talking about milking reindeers, and they're going to hear Tall Kathy say, 
How many? Call if you know the answer. How many people does it take to make milk or It's a real treat there. It is. Uh, so the answer is two. Anything else we got to do? Do uh, we know if a camel's only one person? A camel just seems like it would be, you know, a crew, a milk crew. But camels don't have horns like a reindeer does, though. So what are you really worried about a camel? I wouldn't want to be kicked by yeah, a camel. camel camels are big. Kick you. Camels are sneaky big. Like, you ever seen a camel, like, up close? Camels are huge. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to mess with a camel. I wouldn't want to try to milk a camel. Mm-mm. Unless that camel milk was so good. Sweet. Straight from the tap. <laughs> you can milk a water buffalo. That doesn't seem that safe. That can't be a one-person job. Like, I feel like you need to tranquilize a water buffalo or to milk it. Or distract it with a, a secret dance. Uh, two two people, the milk of reindeer. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Ryan Seacrest is just going to continue on his show talking about milking. I would think so. Milking animals, right? I think that's what he has coming up next. Uh, yeah. All right. Either way, uh, this is the time where we have to go. So if you missed anything from today, get caught up on the podcast and the free iHeartRadio app. Ryan yeah. Seacrest shows right now. Talking to you later. Bye. Pittsburgh. You're on air with Ryan Seacrest.